Open up my window to substitute outside. Are you doing the music? No, after. Hi, Ken. <laughs> Hi, Don. Hi, Addie. Hello. <laughs> you froze. And it looked so funny. <laughs> you had your mouth oh, agape. You had your mouth agape with your finger pointing. <laughs> freeze. You're I just yelling. stopped that way. It was fantastic. Hi, everybody. Hi. So, um, I'm not in. I'm not at uh, my usual home, which was iced over this past weekend. Your usual one. My usual. <laughs> my usual home. I've made a secondary home. We're in the south enjoying the nice weather in savannah and before any of you fools out there want to rob me addy's husband is staying at the house doing work so don't try it because the man's got tools and he will take out your eye your knee and throw you outside in the garbage dumpster they'll never find you so stay the fuck away so yep oh my god that's really aggressive we have such nice people that listen there's (laughs) nobody I, I, i i i feel everybody who listens is lovely they're just like, who are you talking to? I know. Just putting it out there in the universe. You I think know, she was talking to me. Donna <laughs> was talking to me. It's talking to you. Don't you go in my house, Kathy. And take a poop and not flush. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, know seriously. what I don't um, know what I would do in your house. I think I would take down the scary things and put them in the back and run. My, like I dropped it really fast. <laughs> my, my favorite thing is when Nico wants to sleep over and I go get him and I'm like, you want to sleep over in Mimi and Momo's house? He's like, yeah. And then he's really enthusiastic. But then as the sun goes down and it's time to go upstairs, <laughs> he always says, Mimi's house, not spooky. It's like he's talking himself out of <laughs> the impression that Mimi's house is spooky. <laughs> and then we go into my bedroom and I have, um, Chris and I have a collection of, we have like an altar to Mary mm-hmm. and we have a lot of, um, uh, oh gosh, sacred heart stuff mm-hmm. and day of the dead stuff. And I have a lot of like skull day of the dead stuff. And there's one thing in particular that hangs like an ornament. I hate it. From the ceiling. And Nico's always like, I don't like that guy. <laughs> and I'm like, that guy's Mimi's friends. And he like takes inventory and he's like, Mimi's house not spooky. And I can tell he's like really fucking freaky. I find it spooky. Not <laughs> mind a three-year-old. I run in the hallway. <laughs> I, I run. I'm like, and I run downstairs and I slip all the time. And then I forget, I forget about the art that I have in the other room. And I have a lot of like gothic, creepy creepy art i don't understand and, i don't and understand nico's that. like what's wrong with that baby and I, have like, <laughs> I have like a gothic picture that somebody like photoshopped and the 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 kids faces are like totally blurred out poor nico but he's traumatized can you do? it makes no, him I'm, cultured it makes I'm him just, cultured i'm just uh getting him used to it i'm normalizing creepy stuff for him and then when he comes to grandma's house (laughs) we do gongs and meditate and i do tuning forks on him and it's bright and airy in my room is this beautiful rainbow tree that i painted and it's nice i was like yeah heaven and hell we're teaching him heaven and hell (laughs) stop it stop it 
So speaking of kids, yes, a few blocks away from us is a Kroger, and inside the Kroger is a Starbucks. What's a Kroger? It's a grocery store. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Think of and, something else. Um, yeah, I love. I love. It's within walking distance. Okay. Um, and so right when you go inside, there's a flower shop, and a sushi station, and then a Starbucks. And so um, after took a long walk. I'm like, I'm going to treat myself to a London Fog. It's my favorite treat. So I, I ordered the London Fog, and it's apparently very busy. I didn't pay attention to the people who were behind me or, like, who were kind of standing around waiting for their drinks. And there were uh, there were two women with this little boy. <laughs> and my favorite kind of kid is the kid that makes up songs, like, just by being there right okay. uh-huh. so so this little kid is like we're online we're <laughs> online <laughs> and so his mom is like used to his shenanigans you can tell like she's just like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. get out of the way get out of the way don't talk and so they kind of to move out of the way they ended up being closer to the doors where the automatic doors open <laughs> so the little kid was singing about every single person who came in <laughs> <laughs> so it's in and you know savannah has the art school so the cast of characters from the neighborhood and the art school and just being a cool city is really kind of interesting if mm. you think about it so so the next like people to come in had a shopping cart and there were uh, three young people, obviously like 20 years old, and they put their dog in the shopping cart. Oh my gosh. Right? So the, there's a dog in the shopping cart and these, these kids walk in and the little kid goes, here comes a dog with people in ugly sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> And the mother's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then the people were just, and the kids, like, kids kids who were, I think they're, like, kind of nerdy and insecure. Like, they did not go with it. Like, they were just, like, right. looking at the kid, and they just walked faster. <laughs> I would have laughed so hard. And then I was dying. And then this other guy comes in, and he's like, backpack, 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 <laughs> backpack, backpack. That's so cute. And then he makes I then I make eye contact with him and he goes, Stop looking at me. Stop looking at me. Stop looking at me. White lady. Stop looking at me. Stop looking at me. Stop looking at me. White lady. And the mother, like, she just wants to die. And then um the mother was like, Stop singing about like stop that. Like trying to stop him. Right. And um he's like, I'm not singing about the white lady. I'm not singing about the white lady. That is Is that your theme music? And I I want I really want to go back. Like I'm now I went in there twice since and I yeah. like look around for that family. Oh, oh, oh Kathy, oh, we're I'm in the sorry. middle of a podcast. What's happening? I'm sorry. I had my volume on waiting for a call. And I realized I'm on a podcast. Maybe I shouldn't be waiting <laughs> for, a call. for a call. <laughs> Maybe I should stop waiting for a call. We're on a podcast. <laughs> waiting for we're, a call. We're waiting for a call. 
You're on a podcast waiting for a call. Bad time. Bad time. <laughs> and I have to say the whole like walk home, I was like, I'm not singing about the white lady. <laughs> like it was a tune nag in my head. That's he really was, fun. It was totally hilarious. And I loved then there was this I wish I could remember what he sang because I was distracted because they called my, you know, my order was up. Yeah. But there was this really tall, very model looking older woman with like a big Dolly Parton kind of wig. And she had big white boots on and she was really, nice. really thin. You know, when you know, when your legs are not not me, I don't right. know. But when people's legs are really, really thin and the boot like looks like it's yeah. swimming. Yes. Right. Yes. I think so, I've um, I think I've imagined it once in my life. I don't I can't really feel I've never really imagined that. But so anyway, I I heard the little kid singing, and I just could I didn't hear what he was singing about that person. That would have been awesome. So anyway, that was well. We love that kid. So that's awesome. I love yeah. kids like that that just express themselves like that. Yes. Super yeah. Cute. Tracy was like that. So we love that. Oh my God, Tracy was totally like that she she was like Always that all the time making up songs and didn't matter who was around yeah mom and dad used to say that if as a little kid she always got lost like she would just pull away and just wander off and wherever they went if there was music there she would be like she was that little chubby little kid dancing right for like with the polka bands playing at the county fair like yes. she was that little busker she'd be dancing she'd be that little kid dancing she totally would have gone viral oh my gosh if, if, it if she was a kid nowadays yeah we would have money yeah because <laughs> we would have money yeah <laughs> we make money off of her yeah she definitely was <clears throat> ham and she yeah. loved music super fun anyway fun yeah oh, that was really funny donna i know i'm distracted now that's okay hey addy addy you, you got to come on the podcast. I'm here. Okay. You had a, a session with Kathy Rose, didn't you? The astrologer. The astrologer, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know you don't have to go in deep, in deep, but how was it? She was so awesome with us. She was awesome with me as well. Oh, and, she's so awesome. Um, you know, she pointed out a couple of things and I definitely agreed with, with everything she said. Um, but the thing that stuck out the most for me was that she said I needed to take up space and that it was okay that I took up space. And it made me really smile because two days prior to her telling me that I rearranged my home office and made a whole bunch of space for myself. And she couldn't have been more on point with that, um, to make me feel okay about it. Because I did have qualms or hesitations or reservations about taking up the space. What do you think taking up space meant? Like, you know, when people say take up space, like, what do you think that? Um, Well, in this instance, it was physically and, um, you know, allowing myself to to physically do it. Um, Giving myself the space mentally and physically, you know. I'm allowed to take up space. I'm allowed to um, take up my time. I'm allowed to give time to myself. Right. Um, and I should. And not just, you know, 
professionally, but personally, and I'm I'm allowed to put myself first. Mm. And that's so I, good. Yeah. So I'm on that path to doing that. And she said, you know, um, in the next couple of years, she sees lots of wonderful freedom. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. She was so on point. Mm-hmm. Like I still go back and we didn't even do it like in de- depth and depth. We just did it because Don and I just did it together. So there really wasn't even like, I think I got a lot out of it in even like 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. do you feel like when she talks to you, it feels like you have permission. I don't know what her voice is Don. You know what I mean? It's like when yeah. she speaks, it just feels like it's law. You yeah, know, when right. she was telling yeah. me, mm-hmm. you know, she was telling me that, you know, just by breathing, I should receive. Now that sounds like there's ego involved, but when she says it, I'm like, absolutely. And I believe her. She just is so magical that way. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad she inspired you to, to take, take up, take space, not take up space, but take your space in the mm-hmm. world, you know? Yes. We make room for everybody else in the house, but then we feel guilty for wanting to set up an altar. Well, not well, me. I have, well, I have a lot of space. Well, as women, I think that we're programmed to make everybody else comfortable around us, to prioritize everybody else's needs, and that um, it's almost like um, discouraged, you know, you're selfish if you, um, you know, want to take up space. I love that. I've talked about this, that there's um, a woman who did a study about even women walking down the sidewalk and how... Uh, men won't get out of the way. Like as if you're walking down the sidewalk, start paying attention to how often you step aside for anyone else, men or women, like how often, even if you're walking in a straight line and they're walking in a straight line, there's enough time to adjust. But how often do you get out of the way? It's really fascinating when you become very aware of it. I'm sure. Well, you know, we're just so busy because we're caregivers, you know, and it's 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 conditioning. And that's the, uh-huh. that's the sad part that you even have to have a conversation that you can have a room in the house. Mm-hmm. Even if you have the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this week we were talking. So this reminds me because this week on Patreon, we're talking about the Jaguar popped in. So on Mondays on Patreon, we was it Panther or Jaguar. Oh, it was Panther. Mm-hmm. I had Jaguar because I watched a cat video and I felt like a cat and then I was like channeling the Anunnaki. I don't know. I've been crazy lately meditating. So I, I get my cats mixed up. But <laughs> <laughs> that's the craziest sentence. If like anybody who's never listened to the podcast before just listens to the last 10 seconds, they'll be like, what the fuck are these girls? Well, about? that's why I don't. I don't, I just, I'm just myself. I just, just say what I got to say. So Panther came out and Panther is all about taking your power, like, like reclaiming your power and being brave and being bold. And it's very hard. It's kind of like the same note of taking back your power. And what does that mean to take back your power? Did you ever lose your power? Did you ever have power? Um, I, so I think that Panther, when Panther came out, It was really about the time for you to say what you have to say, do what you have to do to reclaim your space, yourself, and, you know, really express and without fear. 
and a lot of people are having or have a lot of anxiety because it's fear-based thinking right so you're you have fear about what could possibly happen and so the panther says listen you can't be afraid you don't be afraid of what could happen be afraid if you don't say anything because you'll lose your power you'll lose yourself and so we need these reminders all the time and it's kind of sad that we need permission from other people or reminders to feel safe to say it's not okay that you talk to me like that or you know i don't like the way you're treating me or i need space in the house this is my space i pay for the space or i need time to take a shower or anything from little as standing up to yourself to as big as leaving a really awful job or relationship that's abusive and so panther is teaching a lot and today we pulled out some cards and it really remind i think it was the the hangman came out the hangman looks like it's the guy that that looks like a four and it's hanging upside down it's got a sunshine um, on the back of his head um, for some of you who don't know what the tarot looks like and no matter what position you put him in if he's if he's upside down or or standing straight up he's safe and okay and so no matter what you you do as long as you know that you're safe that you're okay you can say and do what you need to do especially with advocating for yourself and that was that was the discussion is are you saying what you need to say to move forward in your life do you feel free in your life and if there is any point in your life that you say no the panther's like i got your back let's do this mm-hmm. let's do this so we were talking about self-investments that <clears throat> we often talk about mind body Right, your mind, body, and spirit. One's in the boat. We'll do this again because it's all different now. One's in the boat, one's in the water, one's in the yacht. So mine switched up a little bit. The spirit's always in the yacht. And my body was in the water. And I guess my emotions were in the lifeboat and my body sank. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I was like, I'm done. Sharks got me. There's nothing happening. So emotions took a dive and went into the water with my body. So my spirit is trying to hold me, hold both my emotions and my body up at the same time. That's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And so the conversation today with spirit and Panther is this. You have to invest in each aspect of who you are because you'll drown. If you don't take care of what you, if you don't take care of what you need to now, it's you're going to pay for it later. Mm-hmm. If you invest in it and really focus on what you can change to be better as an investment, you will reap the rewards later. Go to the dentist and go get your teeth clean. You'll reap the rewards when you're older. Start taking walks because you're going to thank yourself later. Mm-hmm. And so the self-investment part is the same value as if you would with your your kids your neighbor your sisters your brothers your friends whatever it is you have the same value and we tend as women as the matriarch of our families and some men most men do it too there's a lot of caregiving men out there too it doesn't matter but but generally speaking it, it happens to fall on women a lot but 
we we lose ourselves in taking care of others because we feel like we don't deserve and that's when those pain ba pain based behaviors start coming out and they get misinterpreted and we get judged for it and the word that i didn't like was lazy if i'm not walking every day oh you must be lazy if you don't clean your house every day you must be lazy you know, I've been called stupid growing up because I didn't do my homework. And mom would say, you're stupid. There's something wrong with you. I don't understand. Well, I had a disability. I wasn't stupid. I had, I had a reason for it. You got to investigate. So not jumping to why you're not doing something, you have to investigate so that you can invest in yourself for later on. So start now. That was the message of Panther. Thank you, Panther. So what's the difference between self-investment and self-care? Self-care, I think, is a day, like a, <laughs> I just, I just thought of Donovan because he does his ADLs, <laughs> his yeah. everyday living, like brushing your teeth, combing your hair, washing your, you know, uh, self-care is when you uh, shower. It's like more basic needs. Um, self-care is when you, when you can every day, like take time away, like a, like a break. And I think investment is doing deep care to prevent something. I'm going to say the wrong word catastrophe. Um, so a catastrophe doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're preventing yeah. damage. Self care is something you do on a daily basis to uh, keep, you know, that's what I think that means. Self care is anything you do to care for yourself on a daily basis. Investment is doing deep work to prevent damage. I mean, we didn't record for a long time, like a month almost, because you yeah. really needed to, you needed time to kind of heal and heal. Yeah, this is investment. What's happening now, I'm realizing, uh, because it's been now like over seven weeks and I have to stop working and, and I had some, some real emotional and physical things going on. And I realized uh, as Snake was coming to me, that I was shedding old patterns. And what I was doing is I was giving out to a point where um, I was neglecting myself. But I was doing self care. I was making sure I was, you know, before I was taking time out, I was, you know, doing my meditation, I was showering, I was talking to my friends, I was social, I was doing self care, I took time for myself. But I wasn't investing in serious change for my future. I wasn't taking care of the serious nature of my body breaking down because I always shied away from it because I hide behind my spirit. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people that my spirit's so strong, everything will be fine. And realizing my body is just taking shots and shots and shots. And so I really need to change a pattern. So mm -hmm. I stripped down completely. Don't worry, we're on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> no naked boobs, nothing happening here. But I had to strip down of old patterns and had to make major decisions. And I've referred some clients out to other people. That was hard for me. I had to say no to jobs. I had to take, you know, not be on social media all the time. You know, I had to just stop working. I had to just stop. I couldn't, I had to say no. And I'm feeling a little bit better, I have to say. I had, I had a breakdown a couple of weeks ago, which was great, a couple of days ago. 
uh, where I was feeling like this is a crazy feeling that I can't, I feel trapped. I felt trapped because I could only focus on my body. I don't know how to do that. But now I'm doing it. Now I'm taking care of myself. I've lost some weight, you know, um, that's weird. Um, and so I have to just keep going. And it's not just about losing weight. It's about going to the doctor, following through, you know? Am I talking yeah. too much? I feel like I'm talking too much. No, no, not okay. at all. We're not bored. So anyway, so I think that's why this conversation came up because I, I you know, you got everybody's got to balance themselves out. It's not easy what's going on there. I mean, the world is going absolutely batshit. I don't know okay. what is happening. That's just, okay. I don't know what to say about it. I'm so sad for everyone. They're just so anxiety ridden and depressed and I'm like focus on yourself focus on the moment and focus what you have control over I think part of it is that we feel trapped when we feel like we have no control mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and I felt like I had no control over what was happening to me but it, as you know it's not happening to me it's happening for me mm -hmm. the situation is is making me stronger and it's going to change my life forever uh because it has to otherwise i won't be here if i don't make this change the investment is is gonna mm -hmm. stocks are going down that's it so it's not like i don't have a choice it's just i'd rather make a good choice yeah it's hard to embrace like it's easy to say um it's easy to say to remind yourself like it's not happening to me it's happening for me yeah when it's when things are happening in the moment yeah it's really hard to embrace that idea but sometimes you know get through the moment and then right. you know realize it's happening for me and and that's how um that's how you and i have coped all our lives kath <laughs> yes that's our motto it just it just what's the motto with you i know what's my motto what's the motto with you <laughs> My motto. It took us a long time to get to a place where, you know, every single thing that happened at us, around us, to us, with us, happened for us. And yeah. so now we can, um, you know, kind of ease into our crone, our crone years, like pointing and laughing more than anything else. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, but, I think it's about being in the moment and feel your feelings. I felt my feelings. I had a, like, when I say I had a breakdown, like, it took Dimfna an hour to calm me down. And again, you're new to the podcast. I'm not crazy. <laughs> my imaginary friends, imaginary my, friends. <laughs> my charismatic adults were all around me trying to calm me down. No. And I just could not. And I was mad because I had loss. Yeah. I lost, you know, I lost Tracy. I lost, you know, I had, you know, I lost clients because I was sick. I didn't lose them. They're always with me. But I had to right. lose my work for a while. That made me really sad more than anything. I lost opportunities. And then financially, I had to make changes. So I had to, I lost my car. And I, I just felt like I had all this like loss and everything was being, and then I lost freedom because I can't drive. I can't, not because I don't have a car, but physically I, I'm not able to do a lot. And I just felt like I, I didn't understand where you shouldn't just ask why, because sometimes why is bigger than you can find out in the moment mm -hmm. you're upset. Mm -hmm. 
And I just was like, and as I was talking and, and crying out loud, it made so much sense to me. I lost my body, my function of my body, movement of my car, lost my sister. That's part of my heart, losing, you know, like all that. It just mm. felt like, okay, this is the tower. This yeah. is the tower. And whenever I see the tower, I know it's going to be great. Because when you're broken down that bad, the only, bad, the only way you can go up is, is up. The only way you can go is up. Yeah. And then I calm down after a while. Dimp is like, geez, you're really out of shape. You know, like, you're really, like, beating yourself up. I'm like, I could not get myself together. I finally calmed down. And then I realized, okay, I need to really find out why this is happening. And I need to make room for a better life. I need a better life. I need to have a healthier life. And I need to focus on me and invest in myself. I invest in everybody else. And I've done that my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I'm no good if I'm not good. And once I realized it's okay for me to do that and I deserve it and it's okay, then things started changing. My attitude changed. You know, my my outlook was good and I started feeling like I had more control. What do I do have control over? So I focused on my art and expressing myself and friendships, calling people on the phone and telling everybody I'm not well and that I'm going to need help. That was huge. Mm -hmm. And that makes a difference, too. Yeah. And with Panther, find your pride. Right. Find your pride. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. I'm exhausted. You make I'm me exa I'm exhausted. I felt like, I, I just felt like I talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like there was a lot of time. But I wanted to inspire everybody, you know? Listen, no matter what you do and show whatever spiritual you are, everybody's got stories and we're just happy to share them. Uh, you know, I think we're very one of the very few people who, there's not many people out there who help people who are willing to be vulnerable to say, you know what, just because I help people, I have to help myself too. And this is what it looks like. You're not alone. It's a never ending, never ending process being human. Oh my God. I'm so exhausted by these big ideas that you keep throwing out. <laughs> it's like, the lady won't shut up. The lady won't shut up. The lady's talking, 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 and the lady won't shut up. <laughs> I like that song. I like that song. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to say, like, when he finally got his, it was like a vanilla bean or something. It was just mm -hmm. like this little vanilla. It looked like a little vanilla shake with whipped cream. Yeah. He, he, was, he did the, like, Do you love that guy? That's so cute. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, well, I'm happy we're back on, um, even for a little bit. I might be a little tired. I think I tired myself out. <laughs> <laughs> tired I did not take medicine <laughs> because I was so high the last episode. Oh my God. I yeah. was so high. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought maybe I'd just not be so, I don't think there's a difference. <laughs> I don't think there's a difference, guys. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think our experiment is done. Can you say Amityville? Can you say Amityville? Sure. No problem. So, Don, what's no. in the... <laughs> Go ahead. I can. Amityville. See? Oh, see, uh, yeah. Amityville. Yeah, so maybe it does make a little bit of a, a difference. A difference. Yep, Amityville. Oh, 
Uh, okay. I just thought about other words. I can't. I had trouble today because we were watching the Game Show Network. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Game Show Network. <sighs> okay. I don't know. I don't know what else to say, Kat. There's nothing. There's nothing. Addie, thank you for sharing your story with Kathy Rose. Was there anything else yeah. that you, we kind of like went on your thing. Was there anything else you wanted to share? Um, No, I mean, she's she she knows what she's talking about. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's um, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had lots of insight that was very accurate. Mm. She's good at her job. Yep. <laughs> I love when people are good at their job. Right? That's all we want from people. Yeah. <laughs> just be good job. at your job. I don't care what you do. Just be good at it. Oh, uh, speaking of good at your job, I had another experience. So oh. I'm on the road. I drove my car down here and my check engine light goes on. And I go to the closest auto parts or auto zone or whatever. And they give you the little thing to stick in your car and yeah. it has a little readout. So this old guy, um, he, he was really, he looked like he barely dressed for work. Yeah. And, um, he reminded me of you cause he had a really, really heavy lazy eye. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> glad, glad I could I be there with you, John. <laughs> I couldn't figure out where to look. So, um, he's like, so he, so I do the thing, I bring it in. And he goes, it's your catalytic converter. And I was like, fuck, great, great. Here I am, not at home. This is happening. And I said, so what, you know, so what now or whatever? And he was like, well, here's your piece of paper. And, you know, keep an eye on the temperature. And, you know, you'll probably have to get a new catalytic converter. And I was like, okay. So, and he points to the screen that said like $815 or whatever. Right. And then I'm like, okay, well, thanks for the advice. I'll think about it. And then as I walk away, he goes, Psst. <laughs> <laughs> like, like fucking Abbott and Costello. <laughs> and he goes, come here. And he gives me a $30. He's like bottle. He's like, actually put this in your gas tank. It'll probably work. I don't need to sell you a catalytic converter. And I'm like, okay. That's very nice. That's very nice. That was very nice. Good at his job. Good at his job. job. Mm -hmm. And then he said, come back next week and tell me how it's going. So how's it going? I wasn't from home. I put the thing in the, I put the thing in the gas tank and I just keep looking at the temperature and it's fine so far. Oh, good. He's good at his job. He's good at his job. Thank you, dude. (laughs) I love that. When I didn't know. Do you know that one time near your house we had, um, like Henry is just laughs at me because I go overboard if something is good or it works. If somebody's really nice, I like go 10 times out of my way to tell them how Mm -hmm. amazing and awesome they are. And people don't know how to act. Yeah. So I wanted to get a slice of pizza from Antonio's where you live. Yeah. Not, I don't know if it's Antonio's, the one, the other one, the good one. And (laughs) And I said, I went in and I was like, I'd like two slices for me and Henry, two slices extra crispy. People always freaking burn it or it's just not enough. Right. So I grabbed the slices. We go in the car just to snack on them. We both take a bite and it was the most delicious pizza (laughs) I have ever had in my life. And I was acting like I've never eaten a good slice of pizza. And I said, I got to call this guy. 
And Henry's like, don't call the guy. Go. I was like, I don't know who the manager is. I'm going to call them. I'm in the parking lot calling him going, excuse me, did you just make pizza? You're like that commercial. You're like that commercial people turning into their parents. Yeah. And I was like, excuse me, who made the pizza? And he doesn't know who it was me because Henry went, you know, went in. And so I was like, who made the pizza? He's like, ma'am, who's this? I was like, I just ordered two slices to go i'm in my car outside your store <laughs> and this is the best goddamn pizza i ever had and he's just like oh well that's God. the nicest thing anybody's <laughs> ever done <laughs> i couldn't live with myself if i didn't tell him how amazing he was he was good at his job that's what good happens at job. good at job yeah. i yeah yeah i just had to <laughs> Why didn't I just walk in, Don? Why didn't I just go in and Why talk to him? Why didn't just go in and say, hey, good pizza? No, I had to go on Google to tra- <laughs> 10 times. <laughs> I had to Google. <laughs> I had to Google to know the name of the pizzeria. That you were had, parked in front of. That you were had, in the parking to, lot. Had to wait because they said, please hold. <laughs> because they were taking an order. But I, I fucking did it. And I made his day. It was worth it. I don't know why I didn't go in. I, there was no reason. I had a brawn. I don't know what the problem was. <laughs> I had a brawn. <laughs> there, there was no reason for me not to go in there. If I don't have a brawn, it's not happening. But I had a brawn. I was looked, I looked housebroken. I could have walked right in, you know? I don't know. He was good at his job. <laughs> go and the moral of the story is. Be good at your job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unlike making a podcast like our job. <laughs> oh my god. I love you guys. Oh, I love uh, you too. See everybody on Patreon. Five dollars a month helps us keep going. Pays yeah. for stuff like this uh studio that we um are on right now. Yeah, and I have other things. I have to do a shout out. There is a there's a pod or a group of people that are listening at the same time to our podcast. Thank you that for makes listening. No sense, Cap. That makes zero what? sense to anybody out there. What? <laughs> that makes I'm, zero sense. It doesn't. There's a, there's a group. I don't know who it is. There's you can there's, feel them. You can feel I can them see, in the forest. There's 25 people. <laughs> there's all listening people. to us at the same time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being new listeners. And, and you probably aren't getting to this episode until another five weeks. But <laughs> thanks for starting out. <laughs> They're not going to get this. High. You would think that we're all I'm high. Not. I'm not. High on life, Dawn. High on life. Oh, my uh, God. Because I figured it out. Because I'm investing in myself. <laughs> so I feel good now. All right, everybody. Until next week. Love you. Talk to you soon. Thanks for sharing, Addie. Bye. Stop messing with your microphone. I didn't. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. Up to. Okay. Bye. Bye, Bye, Addie. Open up my window 
substitute outside I don't want to feel The sunshine